Hello, everyone. This is Tim Dodd. Welcome to the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. Faithful to give witness to tens of thousands, yes, and to the millions that believe it and believes it. I believe that God's gladly lived a packet until all around the world it's been circulated. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast today. This is the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast where we report on the works of God all over the world as relates to the end-time word. Greetings to all our friends around the world whom we love, and welcome to the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. Mark Aho with you. Today we have for you an update on the work in India, and we have an interview that Brother Tim Dodd has conducted with Brother Stanley Toscano. But before we get into that, I would like to offer for our listeners a little background for people like myself, who are part of the next generation taking the baton. When we look at India, there is a sense of scale to be understood here. The work that was done in the past to bring India to the state that it is was massive, almost beyond belief. We know that the Lord sent his prophet to India. He had some amazing campaigns there. But to follow up on that and attempt to bring the message to that country, there would perhaps be no country on earth that would pose a greater challenge. India, with its many languages, oftentimes illiterate masses of people, often poor, scattered over a national infrastructure that was varied and tribal and often impoverished, unreliable. Where do you even start? Well, clearly God took an interest in this nation in sending his prophet there. But how to follow up on that? was a great burden taken on by Brother Biskel and Bible believers, really for decades. The Believer's Faith Challenge Report, on which this podcast is based, has been coming out as a printed magazine since the early 80s. And when I started getting involved, one of the things I did was go to the archives and read the back issues. At this point, I believe I have read every back issue ever printed. And it is amazing to see how large the work in India loomed for years. There was a major story on India in just about every issue. So when we interview Brother Stanley and he talks about the translations in all the languages and the hundreds of churches and serving thousands of believers, it's almost matter of fact, he's mentioning these things. But the fact is, not too long ago, translations into any Indian language did not exist. And without that, would those churches and believers in India even exist today? Back when Brother Biskel was making regular trips to India, so much was being worked out for the first time. There had to be translators, facilities, equipment in those days, large-scale printing presses had to be purchased, set up, 
People had to be trained how to use them, hired, paper and supplies had to be located, distribution. This was like starting a huge business venture, but without any profit to be made. It all had to be financed through spreading the vision and the burden and the need, and then directing the funds through the hands of trusted believers in India who had to be found and vetted and then put into service. When I step back and look at all of this, I think, how was this even possible? How could this have even happened in just a few short decades? Well, clearly God was blessing it, but clearly also, many of God's people put out a whole lot of effort, did a whole lot of work, gave a whole lot of money and prayers and support, and many of them, their names will never be known until the day of God's rewards. So with that background, I would invite our listeners to hear this update on the work of God in India today. And of course, our brother Tim Dodd is here. Welcome, Brother Tim. Thank you, Brother Mark. So glad that you shared that intro with our listeners as a bit of a background towards what they're about to hear. And uh, we pray that it will be a blessing to them as we bring Brother Stanley into the picture, Brother Stanley Toscano. And uh, we had a time with him after spending weeks trying to catch up to him. They're very, very busy, but we're glad that we were able to catch up to him today. Well, welcome, Brother Stanley, and we're glad to have you with us today all the way from India, the... Uh, Varar, which is a su suburb of Mumbai, which used to be Bombay. And so for our listeners, I threw in all those names and one of them they might recognize, but welcome to the podcast. Amen. God bless you, brother team, and thank you for inviting. And this would be a wonderful time to see and to uh, have word uh, about this, about India. It's Bombay, as everyone knows, the Bombay, the prophet used to say Bombay. So everyone knows the Bombay. Amen. Amen. Brother Stanley is the managing director of the William Branham Good News Charitable Society in India. And uh, there's been some changes over the last few years to the society. It used to be located in Chennai, which is in the south, western, no, southeastern portion of India. And yeah. uh, now the office is located in Varar, which is uh just outside of Mumbai in the northwestern part of India, or you could say the western part, not really the northern western part. And so um, we've moved the office the and made a number of changes. However, um, many listeners will recognize that uh, Brother Bisco was very instrumental in the work in India for many, many years and funded the printing operation in Chennai where hundreds of thousands of message books, millions, I guess, of message books were printed and sent all over India in many languages. Of course, the work in uh, Chennai was under many different directors, uh, Brother Moses, uh, Brother S.C. Jacobs. Uh, they had different managers of the operation working there and different printing presses over time. But that model of 
printing with large staff and large inventory became outdated. And now we can print on demand. We can use laser printers, high-speed printers, uh, different methods, and be able to put books into the hands of people on demand. And we do this in, for example, Angola. We do it in Uganda. Uh, these are books printed in the country. And in India, the office is set up there to uh, do some printing. But I think major, mostly right now, Brother Stanley, the main emphasis is getting and gathering the translations in the different languages. Would that be correct? Yes, Brother Tim. So our main focus will be correct, connect, uh, collecting the translations of the different different languages. So if you see around India, you will see around 20 languages in India, which people are often speaking. And our main intention, the motive is to get the message of the R into the local languages so that people can read it, understand the message. And as the word said, that it should go to the deepest, deepest part of the world. So we are just trying and emphasizing on that, that the, every language should have a translator. How many languages are there in India? And how many main languages and how many languages in total? So basically, uh, if we see, we, ha we have around 20 languages in India. And these all are majorly speaking in, because as you know, that India is a very wide country. Uh, different different states speaks different different but if we see the major major languages hindi is a major language where most of the crowd speak hindi and then it comes to this if you go to the south then they have a tamil and telugu languages are there but majorly people speak hindi and then they have a local languages which like marathi we have in maharashtra bombay that we speak punjabi gujarati marwadi and the Telugu, Kannada, all these languages are there. And, and, and nobody understood a word you just said. It's <laughs> 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 you start rattling That's off true. those languages which are familiar to you and familiar to me. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, and I catch it. But I'm sure most of our listeners are like, what is he saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so these are the basically languages. And so, so when we see that uh, translation into the different, different languages, it's not easy work. It's always hard work. We have to go to the places where we have to identify the gifted, God-gifted translator who can translate the perfect message with the perfect spirit into the language so that people can get it. So it's a big task. But yeah, we believe that everything is possible. Amen. Is there is there anything, is there a particular language you're focusing on right now? Or what what is happening right now? So right now we are focusing on Hindi language because uh, if we see the last year count and till the count, people are just uh, coming, uh, coming to us and saying that we need seven churches, seven seals and Hindi books. Books also they are requiring because, as you know, that India is not that uh, developed in tribal areas or in the rural areas where people are using consistently phones, smartphones, and reading the messages through phones. But they are uh, very much eagerly to read the messages from the books. So they need seven seal and churches. So we are emphasizing right now on Hindi language to publish some books, and so we can give them a. Uh, seals and uh, uh, churches. Oh, very good, very good. Um, so that uh, brings me to a point. 
the books in their hands. Now we were together uh, last time I was in India. Uh, we went to a remote village and I'm just thinking, I'm trying to think of the brother's name north of where you are into one of the tribal areas. Very lovely brother. Uh, brother Joshua. Brother Joshua, that's right. And, yeah. uh, uh, you know, that's a classic example of the need for books. I mean, I know oh. that people look at electronics and phones and even we own, we have our own mobile applications and things. But just kind of explain, use that as an example and explain uh, that development of that work in that area. Yeah. So we have tried that. And if we see the Brother Joshua's area, so I'm glad to say that that uh, in the last recent two weeks, uh, we have baptized more than uh, 35 to 40 people oh, in that that's area. Wonderful. That's wonderful. And, uh, and these are not the, you know, literate people or they knows everything. They are just believing the Lord Jesus Christ and they have accepted it. They don't know how to read. They are completely illiterate, but they are believing the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's a completely wonderful thing for us. And we are just emphasizing that may Lord open the door for them. And as we, as you said, that we are introducing them how to use a mobile phone, how to read messages through mobile phones. So we are giving them an opportunity and listening as well, both. Okay, wonderful. Yeah. And, but in a case like that, I think Brother Joshua would have been using just printed pamphlets, printed books to get to these people. And also, you say that there are, many of them are illiterate. Is that correct? Yeah. Most and of the, most even many, it's not illiterate. most of them are illiterate. Okay, so, so how uh, do we reach them? So we generally reach out to them that those who are reading the message books, so they arrange a meeting at a home who is reading the message. The person read and the rest of the people just hear it, what he's saying about the message. Okay. And this is how we are trying to reach out to the people and just spreading the message of the hour. Wonderful. And so there's a need for audio translation as well, really. Yeah, yeah. We have not concentrated uh, as of now, but we are looking that once we are done with the book, we will go on the audio side so that people can understand more and read it. Because if we see uh, the illiterate people also, they are having a radio phone at their home, radios. So they can hear it, everything from the radio. So uh, that would be a good idea if Lord willing, we will go on the audio side and we will try to go, uh, go through the radio station so that people can listen in their own language the message of the hour. Amen. Now, uh, for the listener, it's important that they know that before we can go to audio, we have to have the print because the print has yes. to match the audio. And right. so we do the print translation first, and then we do the audio translation from the print translation. And uh, there's two different methods of audio, and we won't really get into that here, but, but it certainly is a process that we're using in Africa, and we, the Lord is blessing it, and we're glad for that. Now, um, the, I think currently the society is looking at um, mainly for printing, Besides the individual books that are ordered, perhaps, uh, I, if I remember speaking to you before, uh, it is that they're looking at printing church age books and seals books in the local languages. Is that correct? Hindi language, basically. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, of course, Hindi is the most uh, understood language in India. 
And so yes, to print a large quantity of church age books and, uh, yes. and then probably after that seals books would be a great blessing to the country. Now the society, um, it is a unique uh, thing um, in that India, maybe just to fill our listeners in, India is not uh, welcoming of outside influence. I guess that would be a good place, a good way to say it. the Indian government, at least, uh, maybe the people are, but the Indian government is not welcoming of outside influence. And uh, it's very difficult to, uh, for people outside to support the work in India. And uh, also, as far as society, I don't know, maybe you could explain a little bit about that, uh, how it pertains to the society and how you're now structured and, and those sorts of things. Yeah, so I think you correctly said, Brother Tim, that uh, the Indian government is really not keen interested to bring funding, to get funding from outside India for the missionary work because they don't want that Christian should come up. They are trying their best to uh, put us down, but Lord knows what is best for us. So society is completely based on whatever Sister Gladys Douch has uh, given to the society in her uh, in her will and whatever she has given god has blessed through that money to us well if you see as i think brother team you just mentioned about brother sc jacob and brother moses dhananda in that days they have printed thousands and million books and circulated around the world even after that we got so many fundings with us is because it's a blessing i can say so whatever you are just giving to the Lord service, God is just multiplying them. And we have a fund, enough fund, I can say. We have enough fund in India wherein we are trying to provide uh, the best services to the message, message people so that they can get the messages in their hand, in their local languages. And as you said correctly, that we are just concentrating now to print around 5,000 books of uh, seven churches now. And then post that, we will go for the seven seals. So if we say entirely, we are blessed. We don't need money or anything outside of the India. We just need a prayers. And that is more powerful. As prophet says, prayer changes things. And if we want to overcome by anything, we just need a prayers. Amen. And of course, and of course we're speaking for the society. We can't speak for local churches and, and that sort of thing where pastors are doing works and outreach and different things. So we wouldn't want our listener to think we're saying don't send money to India or don't help pastors. Yeah. That's not what we're saying. We're just saying as a society uh, that there is a um, there is a legacy fund from the old operation that is being yeah. utilized uh, for the office and for the printing and the gathering and the funding of translation work and all of that sort of thing that's going on currently in the yeah. India, in the society. Amen. And just to add on that, Brother Tim, that, and the listeners, that uh, it is good part that uh, not only the, uh, so we have ministers and the local churches around, and these people are really helpful to us, and they are always trying to do some peanuts or whatever they want to give to the churches, and they come and say, this is an offering from us for the society. And so I, I feel that India itself, uh, inside the society, inside is a very grateful and uh, blessed that we are having such kind of people around us. So that's a good for. 
Fabulous. And India as a country is up and coming, and and certainly um, the churches, the people, can you know help themselves. And yes, sir. It, we you know they don't really need outside help if they could really uh, utilize what God has put directly in their hands. And so, yes, uh, you know, there are definitely works, and I've talked to different pastors around India, there are definitely works in the rural areas, like Brother Joshua's, like Brother Roshan's up in the north, different places, you know, not to mention any names, but, you know, and I'm not promoting those brothers, but there are definitely works in different areas. I know of some around Chennai and things where the, the pastors are reaching into areas that are new areas and yep. fledgling works and you know that takes resources and so we certainly pray for them that god will bless them and i think that's the side of the society that wants to help is to be able to put the resources in their hands the books the messages to give to the people and and ground them in the word of the hour and and as we often say here clothe the bride of jesus christ with the word of god for the rapture and that's our desire and i know that's the desire of society uh, so uh, just to add on this, that uh, we are shifting to, a, we have shifted basically to a new office from the old office to new office. And it's in the same building, but uh, by the grace of God, we got a very good area wherein we have a, we are having a good storage area, the computer systems and everything. And the way we want it, we are just setting up over there. So in coming years, we, the way we are looking to print the books and the translation areas and how we are going to manage it, the uh, the part, the book the book part basically, whenever we, uh, the, when we, are, we will receive the books from the outside, uh, the printed books basically, the seals and churches, we need always a storage area and we got that storage area with a minimal price. So we are thankful to that God that he's always taking care of us. Amen. And just to uh, restate that, so the, the single books you print in-house, but the larger books you have to print at a commercial printer. Yeah. So right now, uh, on the request, we are uh, printing books. So if anyone is coming in saying that we need a Christ with the mystery of God revealing Telugu language or Marathi language, we are just printing them, that books, and we are sending it to them as individual request. And if any pastor is coming saying, we need 10 books, 10 copies of one messages, we are just sending it to them for, for the, for, for, as per the request we are going now. Well, that's great, Brother Stanley. That's wonderful. And, uh, you know, I know that you increased the square footage. You, you're still in the same location. So give us your exact location there in India. Where exactly is the office? So we are in Virar right now, and Virar is a uh, outskirt of the Mumbai. Mumbai, as a, if we say, it's a uh, Bombay. The <laughs> old name is a Bombay, which prophet used to say Bombay. So Bombay is everyone knows where is the Bombay. Bombay is a part of the India, the state of Maharashtra, and we have moved from Chennai to Mumbai. And as you know, that Mumbai is a financial capital of India, and. It is the thinking, keeping that thought in mind that we can get a good transport, the the courier facility and everything, postage facility, a good facility from here. And we are managing from the Mumbai, everything. So right now we are in Mumbai and handling and taking care of the society and providing needs of the hour. 
So if someone uh, from India wanted to get a hold of you, what uh, do you have a website? Do you have an email address? What happens? Yeah, so we have an email address. We have a, a office email ID as well. So it is office at the rest, at the rate wbgns.org. So anyone want to send us an email, they can send us an email office at the rate wbgns.org. It is our email address. As well as we have a website that, that www.wbgns.org. So they can go there, they can select the messages, they can put the request through a uh, site. And if they want to contact us, we have a mobile number as well. So they can contact to us. So they can look on the website. The website is www.wbgns.org. Okay, yeah. so that's William Branham Good News Society. Good News Society. Okay. Perfect. And the email is office at wbgns.org. Oh, perfect. Okay, so all right. So just to just to clarify that, wonderful. And any new changes coming up? You've got the new office. You've got increased square footage. It's in Parar there. I've been there. You can take the train very close to the office and uh, arrive there. And so it's definitely uh, a, an accessible location. And uh, if there is, is there anything else that uh, that people need to know what's going on? Yeah, so basically, I uh, just wanted to add that uh, due to the last year COVID impact, we couldn't able to travel around and uh, much concentrated on the translation areas. But uh, in coming months, we are focusing on the Kannada language. They have invited us to come and speak with the translator and arrange the how you need a translations and everything. So remember us in prayer because this is not a small work. This is a very huge work. And whenever we say that the languages come up, it is difficult to understand others' language. As you all people know that, how to understand different languages. But, you know, we need a God's wisdom to go ahead. And we, our, the last intention is, I think, Brother Tim, you mentioned that Brother Biscal's uh, intention was to get the message into India in every people's hand. And that is how we are just driving the same way same prayer, same method that Lord should help us and get the message into every languages, into the people, hands of the people. Amen. So that is our coming target now. Amen. Well, we appreciate you joining us today, Brother Stanley, and this has been a short update about India, but we appreciate your time and want to say God bless you abundantly and the people can certainly pray for the work that's going on there now that they've heard a little bit more about it. And I'm sure they'll be very supportive in their prayers. Amen. Thank you, Brother Tim. God bless you, everyone. Amen. Thank you for that interview, Brother Tim. And to me, it is fascinating to look at the history of India, all that has been invested. And here they are these years down the road, and they are not asking for any financial help, at least for not for the printing and the translation operation there. And that is really a, a testimony to a successful work that would become self-sufficient like that. And I just think, could we project that uh, scenario onto other countries? Uh, India was not a rich country, but uh, through time and the blessing of God, they are able to take care of their own needs. 
And we'd love to see that happen in other places, but it doesn't happen all at once. It takes an investment to get to that point and all these other countries we are investing in. We're not trying to create a endless state of dependency. Uh, we want these uh, places to be able to take care of their own needs and uh, even support the needs of others. Well, Brother Mark, we're so happy to finally catch up with Brother Stanley. I know we've been trying for weeks. They've been busy moving offices and relocating and fixing up the new premises and moving furniture, etc., etc. There's a lot happening in India beyond just the William Branham Good News Charitable Society, but that is one piece in the big economy of God. Slowly but surely, we've moved the process forward over there, and that's a good description for India. Things happen slowly but surely, and we're grateful to the Lord for his blessing on it, and I want to say we're grateful to the Lord for Brother Stanley's management and the other brothers that are working with him on the board of directors, and so we just want to say that may God bless them abundantly as they labor together to further the kingdom of God. I trust that our podcast today has been a blessing to the hearer. There have been many that have asked how India is doing, so I trust that this will give you a small update and bless you as you pray for them and continue to look to the Lord to do all that He wants to do in the country of India. We certainly know that not one seed will be left behind, and we're wanting to do our part here at Bible Believers to clothe the bride of Christ with the word of God. So God bless you, everyone. Thank you for being with us. Until next time, shalom. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Remember, friends, the bridegroom will not come until the bride has made herself ready. She must be both called and fully dressed by the word of God. This is the Believer's Faith Challenge Report podcast. You can sign up for our email newsletter at BibleWay.org. Scroll to the bottom of the page where it says Newsletter. Fill in your name and email address and click Sign Up. In this email report, you will receive reports of the works of God in China, in Africa, in South America, in India, Europe, all over the world. We also publish a full-color paper newsletter two times a year, complete with photographs, reports, and testimonies from all over the world. The newsletter is free. Just request it, and we would be happy to mail a copy to you. You can contact us by email at info at bible-believers.org. That's info at bible-believers.org. Or you can write to us at Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington, 98231. That's Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington, 98231. This is Mark Ajo. Thank you for being with us today. And be sure to join us for the next... Believers Faith Challenge Report Podcast.